With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Shirts in Time. Just before we get into this week's episode, if you're not already, can you please follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Shirts in Time Pod. If you didn't already know, I also upload the Goals in Time section onto YouTube, so head over there and subscribe to the channel at Shirts in Time Podcast. Cheers for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Shirts in Time. This week I'm joined by James Oliver House. How are we doing, mate? We're good, we're good. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Nervous for the United game tonight. As yeah, yeah. I can imagine, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? It's one of them. I'm so negative about United, the way we play football. Like it's just oh <laughs> it's never good. It's never good. Like you think you walk into an easy win and it never is. Like that Fulham game was the most like nervous I've been for a game in a while. We were so poor. Um, and then, what was it, like, Bruno saved us in, like, the last couple of minutes. I was like, oh, yeah. We shouldn't be playing games like that, but it's United. What are we going to do? Yeah, well, we started. I started off the podcast last week to talk about United, so we'll keep it brief. But, yeah, that Fulham game, I was. I don't normally get that nervous for games unless I'm there, but I was really – I was at work for that game as well, so I was listening to it on the radio. I was just, it just felt like a massive game for, our, like, our entire season, especially for Eric, because they yeah. thought – if. If he lost that game, like maybe the narrative about all the players and that being a bit of a mutiny was true. But I think if the Brent, the Brentford game to score two last minute goals and then to still score a last minute goal against Fulham, yes, they're playing poorly, but I think they are still fighting for him, which you know yeah. says says something at least. McTominay's been sensational. Like I, I can't oh, football, football shirts. Paul will love you saying that. Yeah, like, I don't know, I've ironically loved him for ages and I, like, buy his shirts or used to buy his shirts with his number on the back and, like, it it was all quite ironic and then he ended up being quite good and I'm like, oh, my God, like, this guy's not actually bad at football. I can't believe it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's he's sound now. I'm sure he'll, like, dip off in a bit, but it's been all right for a bit. Is that something that you did with your shirts then? Would you go for name sets or would you not really bother yeah. with so I, I love name sets, but I've got like a a horrible streak with name sets. So when I got like United shirts, it would be like I when I proper got into shirts, I think the first few I bought were stuff like um Schneiderlin, I had a Falcao one, I got a Maguire one, I had a Tom Cleverly one. Um I, like it got to the point where these were all terrible players. And like I didn't think they'd be, but they they were dog shit. Um Pogba, like to an extent, like ended up being a bit like that. I got Maguire. So when he signed, I got the third shirt with his name and number on the back. I was like, oh, he's going to be the one he's going to say no. Um, and he's been sound now, but I, I ended up with the pink one you've got behind you. I've got Lukaku. I had Lukaku on the back of that because I thought he'd be sound. And do you know what I mean? I ended up with some like terrible players. Um, I think I've got an Eric Bailly one somewhere. Just, yeah, I was so unlucky with him. And um, at, at that point, I was like, oh, do you know what? I'll, I'll keep doing it. Um, and yeah, like one of them, I, I did get McTominay on. Uh, the like, what was it? The, the Snowflake redo they did like a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. It went, yeah, Ronaldo's first yeah. season back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I'd completely forgotten about it. I picked it up on kit bag at like the end of the season. So I was like, oh, they've only got McTominay left. Go on then. <laughs> and um, yeah, I ended up with that and... Yeah, he's been all right now, but like at the time, it was terrible. Everyone was slating him. Um, like I got so much stick just wearing that shirt and the Maguire one. 
Um, yeah, I used to get so like rinsed for it. This was so bad. Um, but yeah, I had like horrible luck with them. And then one of the years I just stuck to good players. So I stuck to like just Rashford. Um, I think one of them, I kind of just got Zlatan on it. Like Ibrahimovic, just like at the end, I was like, oh, do you know what? He's been sound this season. I'll just get him. Um, and stuff like that. Like I was proper picky about it for a bit, but yeah, I, I like had the worst luck. Um, I, I genuinely couldn't believe it. Like it was as they signed. So I'd get excited for the signing. I'd buy the shirt and then they were just terrible. Never again. Yeah. I normally wait a few years, I'd say to be fair, but now I've come, like I always <laughs> mention on this podcast, I've completely gone off name sets now just because of the, I don't know if you know, but I had a, a player spec, uh, I think it was the COVID season, twin or the season after. Do you remember, like, we had that gold, like, snake skin one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had that in, like, player spec. So instead of, like, the, uh, obviously, the, it says medium or large, it'll have, like, a number. Yeah, number yeah. And I got, and then decided to get uh, Mason Greenwood on the back of that. And then, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, <all laughs> ever since yeah. then, ever since then, I just, even I was there for Garnacho's debut when he came on in like nice. the last five five minutes or so against Chelsea in the most awful game I've seen ever Yeah, under Ralph Rangnick and he came on I was like oh should I should I get him and I was like no I'm just going to hold off until he retires yeah. or something else yeah give him a bit of time yeah not to be a dick in that I think the only player I've regretted not getting one for is like in that streak I didn't get a Wan Basaka shirt and I was like oh you should have like you could have carried it on and it would have been fine but he's ended up being sound as well like fair play to him He's completely turned the narrative round of him just being shit. <laughs> like, it's really, I don't know. Like, I, I think I respect him more for that. Like, when he came in, we were like, oh, he's so good defensively. And then we realized he does nothing offensively. And then he's just, I don't know. I just see him as a bit like a Gary Neville regen now. And I, I like that about him. Like, he, yeah, he's, he's sound. But yeah, I, I don't know if the name sets weren't so like terrible some of the times. Like I, I'm sure you've seen on Twitter where the club shop print them up and they're like wonky and then you can't get a refund <laughs> because they've like messed it up, but it's customized now. It's personalized. You can't do anything with it. So I I, I bottled it for a few of them. Um, the last shirt I've bought, so like the only shirt I've bought in months, um, you've had him on before, FPL Wales, Ross. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he designed a shirt uh, with his team, like Newport Curries, and he he wears number eleven. So I was like, oh, he designed it. I'll get the number eleven on the back. A little bit of a, a homage, but he he doesn't wear like a name on it. So I just got the number. Um, one day, like if it blows up, I'll just pretend it's like player issue and and copy sell it on eBay. So much, can't wait. I'm in the money. But yeah, the only match one uh, Russia in existence, and, and you oh, it. <laughs> honestly, I might get him to wear it in the pub and just be like, "Where's well, it's match one, surely?" Like that counts. Um, but we'll see what we can do. So, with your shirts, and when you were collecting, are, are you still are you still collecting, or have you kind of not not really? No, um, I still look at shirts like every day. Like I, I love shirts to bits, um, but it's just like it's so tempting to buy them, especially with the sellers on Twitter. Like they sell them at a good price. Um, there's a couple of people on Facebook as well. They sell the maddest shirts and you're like, oh, do you know what? I might pick that up. And then, nah, you're good. Um, I think the biggest thing, I, I just really wasn't wearing them. So like I completely disassociated myself with the shirts. Um, I'll, I'll tell the story. Like uh, basically my, my grandmother has carers in, they weren't so great. So we thought we'd have to get like private care. Um, so I kind of stopped looking at shirts, stopped caring about shirts completely like disassociate myself with the collection um and then it made it like way easier to sell so i wasn't wearing them i didn't even look at them i just left them boxed and then eventually i started selling them um and then people in bulk took them i think i've got about 50 left but yeah it's it's been like so good so i'm not i'm not really collecting and we ended up not needing the money like the carers she had like proper sorted themselves out so we were we were good in that respect. Um, I've been tempted with match ones. Like there's a few that um like Cardiff Classic shirts, he sells a lot of like county ones, and uh, he had like a Bellamy one in the other week. Um, and I thought, oh, do you know what I might? But it's yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really want to get back into it for a while. Um, I, I think I've still got to decide what I want to do, and storage is like the hardest thing. Like you get rid of all these shirts, and then you have this room, and you're like, Oh my god, I can't believe I've got that much room. 
and then explaining <laughs> to the missus that oh there's going to be a load of shirts coming in she'll kill me so I'm, <laughs> I'm not risking it to be fair mate no yeah i've still got my little uh little corner in this room i call it but that's it's slowly going to be moved out i think slowly phased out yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of similar to yourself to be fair i haven't bought i when i first started and maybe a few years after that i was heavy on it like i was mm. buying shirts constantly like maybe one or two every week but now i think like the newest additions i've had in on my in my collection is uh, audio listeners sorry you won't be able to see but over my right shoulders the the zebra shirt that united had from a few seasons ago probably most famous for the PSG game where we beat PSG. We we crap against everyone else, but PSG away. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, love we it. Love it. But uh, that was because I had the shirt union on and that was a shirt that was talked about heavily. So I bought it and then I've had the Glasgow Celtic wear on. So I've picked up a Celtic okay. shirt. I had the Tom Circa 88 on, obviously, as I call him, the King of Mexico. I bought a yes. Guadalajara shirt. So my shirts, weirdly, now I've gone podcast guest space, which is a rabbit hole and a collection route I yeah, never yeah. thought I'd go down, but here we are. I add some county to the collection and <laughs> um but yeah, like it's I don't know. I, I think there was a stage where it does get quite addictive. Like Eminem would do a drop, I'd get the notification, I'd be like, Oh bloody hell, I've always wanted a Zambia shirt. I've not <laughs> worn it. So I, I just ended up buying a load of them in like as soon as they dropped them and I keep buying them. And it ends up being like a FOMO y thing and then you kind of like when I was getting rid of them, I was going through. I was like, I, I didn't even know I had this, um, and there were some shirts like that. But yeah, it's it's weird. I, yeah, I wouldn't get back into it for a while at least. But if I did, like, it's going to be like I said, I've bought Ross's uh, Corey's shirt, um, so I think it's going to be stuff like that that I'd buy. Not really like I wouldn't buy United shirts every season uh, again. I might buy a few county bits, but I, yeah, I probably won't get heavily into it again. Yeah, it's a tough one, especially because you've got this money now from selling your previous collection. Yeah. It's kind of like you don't want to just jump back in, in for it for the sake of it, if you know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's one of them, and and you just like justifying it as well. Like some of the prices, I'm looking at, and I'm like, oh, it's it's good shit, but I'm not paying ninety quid for it or a hundred and twenty or whatever it is. I'm just not paying it. And um, like maybe I'll go to kit bag in the sale or whatever but i doubt it yeah i think that's my problem as well because you said before that you see sellers on in uh twitter or x whatever people want to call it and facebook and the sellers a lot of the prices are amazing Mm. but it's just that i've seen myself the same shirt on ebay maybe go for like a bargain price and i think oh well if i've seen it go for that maybe i can get it for that or something like that so it kind of puts me off in that regard as well yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I think while I was like really collecting, I think the limit tended to be about 30 quid. And I was like, oh, spend 30 quid on that. But then it catches up with you. Like, like I I don't know how many of you do it, but like if you shop at Aldi or Lidl, you go in for like three things, you come up with a whole shop because it's just yeah. so cheap. And it's the same <laughs> with football shirts. You're like on eBay, like, oh, I got that for a fiver. Well, I got that for a fiver. And suddenly you're like, eBay bill is stupid. And you're like, oh, right, not ideal. But yeah, it's... It's good, like, but you will see cheaper prices out there. I think the way I got over the collection was just going, these are just shirts. They will come back around. Like, there's not a single shirt that won't. Like, no matter how rare you think it is, even if, like, I don't know, a grandma in a basement is selling it or someone on Twitter is, they always come around. Um, There's not a single shirt I've owned that I've never seen again. It's, yeah, I think once you kind of get past that, it's, it's way easier to just part with the shirts, especially if the prices are crazy. Like there's some county shirts, like the band Burberry one we had. If when that was going at 300 quid, I, I should have cashed him. I should have. I should have gone, right, prime lawsuit. I should have gone. But I didn't. I bottled it. I was like, this will be worth thousands in the future. It's not. It's like 30 quid, probably. It's like, it's so common. And the club were going around asking fans to hand them in. Once you do that, they're obviously going to take the fuck off. So they didn't. Um, <laughs> and they were like, I'm in the money. And some obviously sold them, but others just kept hold of it, thinking the same as me. And it's it's not the same like county and, and other teams. Like in the UK, we have such a mad distribution for shirts. Like when they're out of stock, it's intentional. It's not that they couldn't produce more. Um, so like for like band shirts and stuff, there's always going to be some out there. Yeah, I think that's been mentioned a few times on here, how suppliers or manufacturers will kind of 
say stuff's out of stock, but it's obviously to build up a demand, isn't it? Because as soon as the drop, they seemed they seem to have this massive demand, but never seem to supply the amount of shirts for the demand. So it just remember keeps the, building, building up this hype. Yeah, do you remember the Mexico World Cup shirt? And then suddenly, like they're like, oh, it's out of stock. They're all fucked. And then, oh, we're doing a re-release. Yeah, it's coming back out. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? Um, and it it kind of ruined that shirt. I think if people had only had that set release, then people would be like, oh, this is actually a grail. But when you re-release it, you're like, oh, okay. Uh, same as the um, the Manto de Massa. The, I, was, yeah, that, I was literally thinking yeah, that when you were on about was, that then. Such a, a shit house move. They were like, oh, you can only get it if you're in Brazil. So I was like contacting people in Brazil, like, can you get me this? And it was such a ball ache to get one. And then suddenly they're in Sports Direct and... I think CFS had a load. I think that's where I got yeah. mine, CFS. And I was like, yeah, go on then. Um, it, it was just waffle to sell a shirt. I think the only shirt I've seen with a limited release that I've not really seen a lot of is that Inter Milan third, the 1920 with the Futuritic, um, the black and yellow one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and, that, and the Roma one, I think, is quite similar. Um, just like it's a nightmare to get hold of. I'm sure people have loads. But like they're just not about at all, and if they are, they're a medium, so that, it doesn't really work for me. <laughs> yeah, um, and when they come up, they are north of a hundred quid, yeah. between hundred two hundred quid, aren't they? So they're like it's so I I always find it so weird these shirts that came out, like you say the Inter and Roma shirts came out what four years ago, and they've the value's yeah. gone up in them already, so they're quite limited as well already. Or people are just just say no to selling them and not advertising them. So imagine how much they're going to be in a couple of years' time, 10 years' time. Imagine. I reckon there's people with them just like sat there, five or six of them just in brand new tags, packages, just (laughs) waiting for the day that they can shift them on eBay for a couple hundred quid. But it won't be far off. I think, I don't know, actually, because I I think there's a lot more sellers about. So I think shirt prices are, are going down. But then like the mad ones, they're just flying up in price and the clubs are like shooting them up in price as well. Um. So it's it's tough. It's tough. It's a very weird market, and I don't really get it. Like I, I couldn't be a seller at the moment. I, I bollocks to that. Like one shirt. <laughs> no, honestly, like there's like Depop price. There's like eBay price. There's like Vinted price. There's Twitter price. Bollocks. No, no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. It's like one set price for everyone. Um, but it's it's such a weird market, and then. If you are a seller like like Tom, for example, I know he brought in a load of shirts from Mexico. He probably didn't know how well it would go, so he's took a punt on it. And then, like, it's just like probably not pure luck, but a little bit of luck that it's gone quite well. Like, imagine being stuck with a bag. You imagine you're that guy with a load of Greenwood United shirts. You're like, oh fucking hell, I never <laughs> should have done this. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's someone there stuck with the bag. It's, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, I suppose there is some sort of element of look to it, but also I think Tom Circuit, he has, with the Mexico shirts, he has gone very niche there. I couldn't think, obviously there will be other Mexican shirt sellers who will have a bulk load or one or two, but he was the main, one of the first people I think I saw with like that niche. Where like, oh, did, um, if, I, if I want a Mexico shirt, I have to go to this man here. Absolutely. He, he did the same with the like lower league US ones as well, like the San Diego loyal ones and stuff like that. Like he just had this niche. It was, it was proper good for him. Like it was sensational. But yeah, I, I don't know if I'd want to take the punt on it because he had a lot of shirts. I imagine the price of that was hefty. You mentioned match worn shirts. Yeah. When you were collecting then, was that something that interested you then or not? Never, no. So like, I'm a, a large XL, so I figured that like the chances of a player being a large XL, especially with the tighter shirt, that's low. So no, no. And then like shirt prices themselves were quite cheap. Um, I never really bought into authentic shirts, like um the do you know like the the fan player spec bit? Yeah, the the authentic and then the heat yeah, rating specs. Yeah, I never bought into yeah. that. I was like, how can it be that different? Then it started getting really different. Um, so I kind of just stuck to standard shirts. And when I started collecting, like the collection sprung up on me. Like I'd always bought shirts, whether it was like playing FIFA, football manager. I just liked football shirts. So I bought football shirts. And then suddenly I had like 80, 90, 100. And then it crept up to like six, seven, 800. And you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but match ones, I, I had a handful 
and I'd never wear them. Whereas the intention with the collection was to always wear them. But then like I had like a, a Baggio Italy one. I think that cost me about 130. So I was shitting myself wearing that. <laughs> uh, I was like, do you know what? If you ruin this, like you're, you're pretty fucked actually. Uh, <laughs> so like, and again, it's another 130, 150, whatever it is to replace it. So now it's a 280 pound shirt. Cause you, bastardized the last one like yeah and there was one shirt i had um i got a moreno torricelli player issue training shirt uh with like the the italy oh my god was it euros or the nike one with the ip on it um, oh it yeah yeah no it was such a good shirt and I, I like picked it up pure luck and i ended up with it i wore it to work once it went through the the wash because i was an idiot uh, and then mum thought she'd be helpful and put it in the dryer too, like a champ. Oh. Just yeah, name set stuck, color run, it was fucked. And then like you look at prices, can hardly find them. And if you do, stupid money, and you're like, oh, it's not even worth it at that point. So from then, I think I was quite nervous wearing the shirts. Um, so yeah, it's like player issues again. It's like stupid money in it. Um, but you. You just don't wear them, so they'd always be displayed, and then it's finding somewhere to display them. I think it's going to be a while before I think about like buying again. Like I want a, uh, I don't know if I don't know if Ross showed you, but he's like, he's done this whole like Alan March inspired like wardrobe, and it it looks incredible. He's done it all like he had it for the backdrop yeah, of this yeah. episode. So when he was so like me and you are now, we can see each other. Yeah. So his backdrop was just his whole wardrobe, and he'd we talk about shirt. And then two minutes, he'd just go into this yeah. the Narnia wardrobe, I'd call it, and just yeah, bring yeah. out this shirt. And it was Honestly, like, wow, it's incredible. Um, and like, I'd love a setup like that before I even thought about shirts again. Um, so I think that's what I'd do first. I don't even know what I'd get in terms of match ones. Like, there is a hit list, um, of like just shirts I'd want, but it's like loads and nah the cost will be crazy i think i'll have to like harass players on twitter and just for any chance any chance and see what they do and they'll either block me or they'll do it i guess um so i might just take punts on that yeah it's one or the other isn't it yeah i'm quite i'm kind of like you i love wearing my shirts like when i first started i admit i wasn't that keen they would just sit on the rail and i thought you know what i'm just gonna start wearing them but i've always had this thing with match worn shirts where i'm just obsessed with and I think they are just this next level above regular shirts. I, I th- maybe it is just because they're worn by no, another, hu- another human being. But yeah. I always find myself looking on eBay or on matchworn.shirt.com or these various websites, just look at the prices going. But then I'm also very stingy. So I'm also looking at the yeah, prices going, yeah, not a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree completely. Um, I don't know, with matchworns as well, like it, it's so dodgy, the market, like, there's no COA, but I definitely met the player and I, he definitely gave it to me. I didn't go to the club shop and get a name set. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's so risky. Like, I think you need to pay like a high price, get a COA. Otherwise, it's like a, a trust me bro thing. And then if you go to sell it, you're going to be doing the same. And nah, I don't know. I don't know. It's too risky. It's too risky. Same as player issue and like match worn. Like, can you really tell the difference? No. So then what's what stops someone from just going, my player issue shirt is match worn and I don't know, it's it's a minefield. Um so yeah, I, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I think player issue shirts or kit room spares are more how to word it, are more risky than match worns. Yeah. Because with a match worn, especially now in modern day, you can do all like the photo matching and stuff and like the stains or the code on shirts, all the way a name set on the shirt. But these kit room spares or player issue shirts. The cameras, or they haven't seen the light of day, they've been kept yeah. behind closed doors kind of thing. So that is literally like, this could be anything. I have nothing really to base this shirt off, except if you actually get it from the kit man himself. Yeah, but then um, there's a, a guy on Twitter, Matt, um, I, I can't remember his Twitter, it's uh, Show Pony Trader, um, but he's a Crawley fan. And basically like they had a dodgy kit man. The kit man was like robbing the club shirts, selling them on. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole mad thing. And um, they were, like, messaging the fans to return shirts and stuff. And it's crazy. So, like, I don't know. These these kit men might just be dodgy. And, and if there's ones robbing them, they're, they're probably, like, just lying about it too. 
Adidas don't really help because not every shirt has that like number eight or number six inside. Some of them are just medium, large, XL, small. So it's mad. And then you've got to like match the, the player size as well. So um, I only know this from like personal experience, but I had like a Fabio worn or apparently worn uh, training shirt and it was a small and that made sense to me. But when he went to like QPR, he was wearing these crazy baggy shirts that were like XL and, and shit like that. And there was like a QPR match one collector who was like, oh, this might not be legit because yours is a small, but at QPR, he wore like crazy XLs. And then we like oh, wow. had to look through pictures and based on the pictures, we're like, oh no, that shirt is just huge on him. Um, so it's, I don't know. I think unless you get the shirts from like the players themselves or someone has a story from the player themselves, even COAs are so fucking dodgy. It's Nine times huge... out of 10, it's just all for printer. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's such a big minefield, like, I feel bad for like match one shirt. Like I know they get them directly off the club, but if you're some guy selling your match ones, then they're probably going to have to tell you to piss off. Like no matter what you're selling, um, it's it's proper tough unless you can get it from the club. And then even if you've picked one up, like I had the and and I've forgotten his first name, but uh, Ansaldi was a left back in like FIFA, played for like Zenit, Ruben Kazan in, in like Russia, and I had like one of his Ruben Kazan shirts, and it had all the stitched like. Um, league logo, I guess, and the sponsors, and it looked pretty solid in comparison to the shirt he was wearing. So you message like the team, they're never getting back to you. Message the player, <laughs> they're never getting back to you. So you're sat there going, "Well, I'll take the shirt, but I can't say it's match worn. I can't say it's player issued. So I might be wearing his shirt. I might not be. And it's yeah, it's a minefield. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think the more I talk about it, the more it'll put me off collecting. I can't even lie." <laughs> Yeah, because even thinking about like sellers, I can't think of like an actual seller whose niche is match one shirts. Obviously, we've touched upon like the match one shirt.com and the use of websites, but you know what I mean? Like an indie seller who specializes in match one shirts. You'll see that indie sellers get the odd match one player issue, kit room spare, blah, blah, blah in their bundle, but you'll never see one who's selling just them. So it shows how much of a, a minefield and dodgy place it can be if no one's got that niche yet yeah no absolutely and it, it's a nightmare just to tell like a a real football shirt from a fake so imagine having to tell like a real shirt from a fake shirt is it a real match one is it a fake match one is it even player issue like oh mate it's like five extra layers to just a t-shirt <laughs> it's, it's crazy it's crazy i think that's what attracts me to it as well though just how like difficult yeah because i love the thrill of the trace when it comes to shirts so just yeah, the yeah. thrill of like having to go through all this potential heartbreaking process it's i don't know oh, maybe i'm oh. just not not very sensible am i because it's just very alluring to me <laughs> imagine being like ellis where he had like a load of what he thought was like messy match ones oh mate i couldn't imagine breaking the news to the missus i've just spent this money on a messy it's not his it's bollocks so that's like X amount of thousands down the drain. Like, oh, mate, no, no, I could never, could never. Um, yeah, he met they, someone in America, didn't he? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, 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 for the shirt, for the yeah. shirt yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant like his last interview. I was like, yeah, he did, he did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, no, it's it's crazy, and I don't know, mate, there's so many dodgy people in football and football shirt collecting, it's crazy. Like when we were doing the fake shirt police stuff, mate, it runs deep. It's like so mad how many dodgy people are involved in football shirts. Um, it's like the maddest thing. That I think that like will make you so jaded to collecting as well. I just seeing all the dodgy bastards. Oh, it's long. <laughs> honestly, honestly, do you still is that count still running? Mate, not? no. I I I ended up just getting rid of it because like part of it, you end up feeling quite bad for the sellers because. For every seller that does know what they're doing, to be fair, there's probably not a seller on Twitter, and I'll put put me in it as well, that hasn't, like, they, they can't say they've never sold a fake shirt. Like, I know I've accidentally listed them. They didn't go in the end because someone, like, corrected me on it. It was very early on. They were just like, oh, have you checked the night tags? And I was like, no, mate, I don't know what that is. Why would a football shirt be fake? <laughs> like, it has the night logo. Do you know early on where you think, oh, there's a night yeah, logo? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be real. Um, so I, I was very much the same early on. And when I started collection uh, collecting, like my 80 went down to 50 that were actually real and all that. So like I was trying to sell them on Depop and you realize that so many are fake. So 
like half these people that are shifting fakes, they're either like lying, which is obviously a chance, but like some of them genuinely have no idea. Like they're, they're probably just in it for the quick buck. Like they see football shirts are popular. So they start selling them, which that is on them. Like they should do a bit of research, but again, like we don't know every shirt's real. We don't know how to tell every shirt is, is real or fake. So like if it's a minefield for us that collect, it's going to be a minefield for people just selling them. Like, was it Kit Manaman put that video up about a fake shirt in like TK Maxx? Like someone had returned the. Fake. Oh yeah, so someone had bought like a was it like a Juventus shirt and then yeah they made I don't know if two K Max actually sold the fake shirt off that person bought it swapped it with a fake shirt they had yeah. and then I, I think that's back. what happened but then he picked it up and was like oh this is fake yeah. um, and like when you go to charity shops like how many end up being fake or kilo sales and stuff like that like if 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 we don't really know like they're not gonna know so you end up just feeling bad like you're calling out these people. You're going like some of them are proper silly and all they'll have like their home address on company's house. So people are searching their like company's house and like, oh, you're a shithead sending out crazy emails. It, it's just so much hassle. And it's like, mate, honestly, it's the worst because you like you end up feeling quite bad for the sellers. Like for every shithead, there's like three genuine people that just aren't dicks and they just yeah. didn't know. Um, so it's one of them. And then I think the other like disheartening bit is so with the like the DH gates and the wish.com sellers and all that shit, like everyone you kind of call out a hundred more are going to pop up. So it like your, your impact is like negligible. Like you're making a yeah. set community aware. Well, this set community, we're never going to buy off these people anyway. So does it really matter? And then when you put it to the general public, like they probably don't give a shit. They just like the shirt. They're going to wear it to a festival. If you give them the chance of wearing, I don't know, a 98 United shirt for 20 quid or a 98 United shirt for 80 quid, they're going to take the 20 pound one because why wouldn't they? Um, they're wearing it for a festival. So they they honestly don't give a shit. Um, so it, it ended up like the impact was negligible. The impact on me from like the the actual like mental people getting in touch and me like i know where you live i'm gonna do this to you i'm gonna do and you're like oh do you know what i'm not doing this anymore like oh, it's yeah. just, it's gross um like there was one guy uh who was like trying to get into like my missus's instagram trying to get into mine like it was so weird mate it was like the weirdest <sighs> experience of my life and it was just constant and then they like messaged me pretending to be another fake seller i doubted Honestly, I like they were proper unstable, clearly. But like, yeah, I'm I'm just trying to be a dick and call you out here. Like, I do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to deal with all this, so I, I kind of like left it at that. Um, and it does bother you, like, over a period of time, like these people just constantly messaging you this waffle. You're kind of like, oh, I can't be asked to deal with you anymore. <laughs> like, you just genuinely can't, but you can't ignore it because then you look like the dick, and yeah, it's one of them. And then for every, say for every five people that are genuinely happy and they're like, thank you for not, or for helping me not make this purchase. Or um, I don't know, I, I've mentioned it before, but I work in a bank in like retail disputes. So I'll like tell people how to get their money back and shit like that. Um, so you, you go through that process. For every five of them, there's going to be one person who will be like, you're not actually the police though. You, you're rats, you're snitch, you know, like, you, Leave me alone, mate. Like, I could show you so many crazy DMs. It's, it's mad. And these people are like, oh, why are you such a grass? And you're like, fucking hell, like, such a grass. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, I'm trying to help you out, like, again. But, oh, mate, it's it's the worst. Um, And then, like, there's some people that will come up to you. Like, there's one guy um mailed me, and it was, like, at fake shirt police. And I was like, oh, that's a bit mad. Just know my name. But then you can't do it because I, I found out the hard way. Like when they these like mad people find out your name, they will start like posting pictures of your family and posting pictures of like your friends and your missus's little brother. And like there was what? one guy, same guy, um, and and like this is the craziest shit that happened. Like he um, he made this account like pedophile hunter. And um, he put my face on it and was like, this guy's a pedophile. All because I outed him for selling fake shirts. 
Like he's what the fuck? Like he's a mad guy. Um, like again, I can show you like the crazy DMs if you really want to see them. But this guy was fucking insane, and I was just like, <laughs> you know what? I might have to bottle this because <laughs> that sounds like fucking more hustle than it's worth, me. Honestly, I had a burner phone for like the fake shit police WhatsApp. Like it got crazy. I felt like a drug dealer. I had like one phone for WhatsApp for like <laughs> fake shit police, and one phone for like my actual day to day life, uh, mate. I was like logging on with like a VPN and shit like that. So people couldn't find out where I was. May it was tapped. Like you end up being so paranoid because the people like you're kicking off with are really dodgy. Um, like I got told like in terms of match warns, because I was kicking off with people about signatures. They were like, Oh, I went oh, to there's such, that. such, that's even the worst market. Yeah. I hate that market so, so much. <laughs> I kicked off with this guy about his signature because his story was waffle and he was like trying to sell these shirts on. And I was like, this story's bollocks, like this is bollocks. And they there was this guy who was like, Don't talk about signed shirts because it's a lot of money and like people will money launder through it. So like drug dealers and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I might have to leave it here. Um and there was this really cool guy who's like messaging me about it, like, don't talk about this, don't do that, don't do this. And I was like, okay, sound, sound. But then like it's it's crazy because then you go through our oh, bear with me, mate, phone's ringing. <laughs> that phone's ringing someone's on the end of that phone for you i'm probably going to keep this in but uh, james has gone weirdly enough he's talking about a burner phone and his phone started ringing that is mad no it wasn't the burner it's oh, he's, back. He's, um, he's back he's back he's back i don't even know like so i've got a landline in my house so you get like these dodgy like marketing calls all the time and you're like oh you mean, oh yeah 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 so it was just that but um yeah, mate, honestly, I, I can't remember where I was with it, but it was like, I don't know, running that account was you're crazy. Saying, you're, you're saying someone, someone was WhatsApping you, well, or messaging you, telling you the do's and Yeah, so, and then, like, you go through thoughts, you're like, is this guy just another dodgy seller just trying to, like, get me to do some mad shit? Um, so, like, it, it's crazy. It's honestly the craziest thing of my life. So I, I had to, like, change the account. I tried to do, like, a a wholesaling thing where basically I would sell to these companies that don't necessarily know what they're looking at. So I was like, like I'm a collector. I will source shirts for you. And then you can just sell them on. I think I was doing it like 20 pound a pop. So it wasn't even like a crazy price. Um, I was getting like proper decent shirts in, but then like a lot of them won't approach you because again, the difference is like they can get a shirt from X seller at 12 pound a pop and they're all fake. Or they can pay 20, whatever it is, plus postage to get it from you. So from a business, they, they just don't give a shit. And they're the ones you should call out. But then calling them out is a whole process. Um, <laughs> and it, like, honestly, I, I think if you didn't, didn't like, private, like, I've, I proper privated, like, my Facebook and stuff. So, like, if someone did look, they wouldn't be able to find where I work and shit. But they, they could have, like, called into my work. They could have been like, oh. This James Geese is doing this, this, and it. If they're willing to say like I'm, a, I'm a nonce, then they're willing to, to go and call oh, my yeah. work. Willing to. I'm like buzzing that I didn't do anything silly like that, but yeah, mate, it was, it was fucking mental. I wouldn't do it again. Like, I'm not doing that watch. Oh shit. no, yeah, yeah, none of that. <laughs> it was fun. Like a, nine times out of ten, it was, it was genuinely quite fun. And then there'll be people that were like, "Oh, thank you. I'm not going to buy off him." And I still get some messages today where people will be like, oh, I saw you did this thread on this guy. Is he still dodgy? I'm like, oh, yeah, mate, dodgy as fuck. Um, but then <laughs> there's been, like, these grand people that are like, well, sorry, the grand majority of people, like they forget. So if you've done a thread a year ago, they're not going to look for the mentions of this guy a year ago. They're just going to buy the shirt. So it's it's a sticky one. Um, but yeah, like the, the payoff is, is minimal, but actually like hassle is worth. Because um, the people you're targeting, they're not going to buy the shirts anyway. So, really yeah, that's, during the whole process, the story there, I was thinking this sound. I didn't realize. I realized. I remember some of the stuff that happened to you about like people posting like your personal pictures of you and your family and stuff like that. But I yeah, didn't realize yeah. it went <laughs> as deep as like people messaging you like not to get involved in this person or this topic. Like that's, yeah. that's mental. It was crazy. <laughs> like obviously, it could have been waffle, but I'm not gonna. I'm not taking the chance that it, it is not risking like, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's, it's probably not a drug dealer shirt. Like, I, I'm, I'm good, you know. 
and so I, I look i kind of left it at that and i do get it like it's it's crazy money in some of those match ones so like yeah I, I get why they do it um i remember do you remember i don't know if he's still on twitter like yeah i think so yeah yeah yeah, he, um, yeah basically he messaged me a few times like he was really sound about it but he was like look realistically a lot of these signature people we're never going to be able to get like a rude hullet shirt with his signature on it so like if you take into account that 88 shirt plus the signature like most of these people aren't going to be able to do that so they're gonna just buy a fake which makes sense but at the same time like I don't know if you're gonna sell it like a signed shirt, just don't be a shit bastard and sell a fake. Like, for me, like if I'd paid yeah. some of them are like two, three hundred quid. Like if if I paid that, I expect my shirt to be genuine. So I, I do see as I did see his point, but like nah. And then I think he mentioned a few times that like there's a few dodgy people in it. And I was like, oh, do you know what? I'll call it a day here then. Um, <laughs> so like yeah, there's there were a lot of people that like looked out for me, but overall fucking hell like yeah i wouldn't do it again that is quite an interesting point actually because obviously if a shirt's got a signature on it i'm 99 sure you wouldn't be bothered about wearing it no. so then have you bought the shirt because it's an authentic shirt and it's got a signature or have you just bought the shirt because the shirts if it's a fake shirt it's associated with that player it looks like the shirt that person wore and it's got the signature yeah yeah, and I, I think I ended up putting like a poll on Twitter about it and people mostly said I'd expect the shirt to be genuine. But then yeah. I think there's exceptions to it. Like, I don't know, for example, if I'd bought a, a signed Pele shirt, would I expect to have an authentic Pele shirt from the 19, what, 70s? I, <laughs> I'm going to say no. No, I probably wouldn't. Um, yeah. So I think there's like swings and roundabouts. So I think there's ways to go about it, like, don't know a score draw shirt maybe but like if you're gonna get a shitty shirt off dh gate and then chuck I, I it blows my mind that players are willing to sign shit like this like just numbers and just shirts like oh yeah i've seen i've seen people like yeah when it, it, uh, people at old trafford getting they just they just have the name set and there's no shirt yeah. it's just like and they've got like a picture then, on ebay of them signing the name set it's like what yeah, yeah. Shirt there. and then they'll just like print it up on a fake and suddenly you're like 20 pound shirt with a name and number is worth x and it's great and there's yeah. so many like opportunities to get replicated name sets or even legit name sets just out the pack like it, it must be quite easy and obviously i don't know there's a cost of a heat press but in the grand scheme of things like if you're just printing up fake shirts it probably pays for itself by the time you've sold them um and most of them don't even come with coas or like video with the player like this is richarlison yeah. signing my number fuck off mate that could be anyone's video like you're not there with him like i don't know who you are you're just some prick oh mate it was the worst uh honestly yeah it's uh it's it's such a minefield and like we we're saying like the coas most people just print them up and it, yeah. it means nothing like you can't exactly google the person that signed that coa like you, you can't google that person and be like oh well this guy signed x amount of shares like there's no database for that so like <laughs> I could sign a COA and be like, well, do you know what? I'm this guy on Twitter. It's probably legit, but I don't have a fucking clue. Like, I've <laughs> probably done it in Sharpie myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's such a shitty market. Yeah. Um, yeah, sign shit. I, could, I think for like, I think for people, yeah, I think for people like Rude Hullet and maybe Pele, maybe like your 80s and 90s players, I wouldn't say personally I'd be, I'd accept a fake shirt, but I could understand possibly why someone would do it because. Yeah. Also, these shirts like two hundred plus quid, like whole whole exactly. eight shirts, like more than that. So, put yeah. a signature on that. Probably devalues the shirt. So maybe Absolutely. I could I could understand it. But this modern day sh- shit of the yeah. fake when the players are a lot more accessible than they've ever been, kind of thing. Yeah, no, fuck that. And uh, the signature yeah. market in general, I just I just don't. Yeah. It devalues the shirt. I mean, unless it's from like a shirt that you're you know personally that you're never going to sell or. As a special like sentimental value for me, I've not really. I'm like enamored, like I said before, with match worn shirts, but signature shirts, no, they don't really do anything yeah. for me. When I um when I used to work down at like Dan's shop at Cardiff Classic Shirts, the amount of shirts you get with like two Greg from X player, you're like, oh fucking hell! Imagine trying to sell that on like, and you've got this some. I think it was uh, 
I might sneak someone out here. It was a Robbie Savage <laughs> shirt, and it was like it was to name. And we're like, fuck, who's coming in for a Robbie Savage shirt? Uh, who's coming in for a Robbie Savage shirt with like Greg on it? Like, fuck off. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I think he ended up shifting it at like thirty quid to probably someone not called Greg. Um, <laughs> and then like it's I don't know that signature market, yeah, bollocks that. And again, like like we said with the name sets, like there's a chance you go in there and you end up like like a Mason Greenwood or an Anthony or some other knobhead. Like, <laughs> that's your shirt ruins, you know what I mean? Yeah. i tell you what I've had a lot recently with, I know I said I haven't been buying shirts. I've been looking to buy some shirts recently. Yeah. I found there's a lot more like scammers. Oh, mate, so, yeah, yeah. So obviously if you're not buying through eBay, eBay Depop, Vinted, or like you trust like classic football shirts or these trusted like, on websites or whatever, and you're having to deal with like the money transaction yourself. Like I got scammed the a week for a hundred quid for some United shirts. Yeah, but it's through PayPal goods and services as well. Oh, so I had no it. idea. I had no idea why this person did it. I was just like, right. I messaged him like, have you sent them shirts? And then I clicked on a Facebook account and the Facebook account, uh, Facebook account was gone. I was oh. like, right, okay then. But I was like, it's PayPal goods and services. So, right, yeah, you've took 100 quid off me for like a, a week, but I'm getting it back, so what are you doing? So It's just really weird. One of the shirts I bought, and it was fucking so funny to me, man. But this guy, like I bought off Depop with PayPal. So we were sound in terms of the chargeback. And I was like, mate, you can either refund me or I'm just going to do a chargeback. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. I've deleted the PayPal account, so good luck to him. And I was like, what? So he's like deleted the PayPal account, used the fake address. So just good luck getting the money back. So PayPal, like, I'll, I'll be honest, like most disputes just come out of a like bank's pocket anyway. So with oh, this, right. PayPal are probably just going to shift you the money and they're fucked. Um, like eBay, they're a nightmare for it. So if you do a dispute through eBay, most of the time they're just going to give the buyer their money back and the seller and just be like, just leave us alone, please. Because, um, like, for re- realistically, though, with like eBay, for every, say, I don't know, thousand transactions, one gets disputed. So it's irrelevant to them. Yeah. Same yeah. as like Amazon, most of the time they just couldn't give a shit. So they're like, oh, bollocks, have the money. Um, but it's, it's mad. Like, disputes themselves is a whole crazy thing. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to say too much because there's dodgy people enough. So I like, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> on to the scam game. Um, but it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it's mad. So most of the time, like banks will just pay you out, and that's that's fine. Because again, like for the amount of people depositing in their accounts, your hundred pound transaction is almost irrelevant. So they're like, uh, yeah, yeah. Want to, we're not going to chase it up either because it costs a lot of money to raise a dispute. So the initial charge is like fifteen quid for us. And then after that, it's like 75. After that, it's 500. So at some point, we're just going, your transaction is is not worth this fee if we lose. Yeah. So we'll see on the chin and it's good. Um, like, I think I'm quite lucky. I work with like quite an active bank. So we're like pretty solid for telling people to piss off or <laughs> like getting money back. Like we're, we're pretty good. Um, so I'm quite lucky yeah. in that. But like bigger banks... I dread to think what they're doing. Um, I, I imagine most of them can't be asked. Like some big banks have like million, like 30 million, 40 million customers. Yeah, they, I, I don't think they necessarily give a shit about a couple hundred quid. Um, oh, so no. it's, it's one of them. So like that PayPal geezer, like, I don't know. I, I shouldn't really be putting people on this. Um, but basically, like if you've put a fake address, like PayPal probably aren't going to verify your address. So if you've sold the shirts quick enough, that's it. Like they're not verifying your address, yeah. they're not buying your ID. So they've got the money. They've probably moved it to a bank account, and that's it. That's game over. So, like, you'll get your money back, but no one's going to do it to them. And even if you do, it's going to be yeah. a message to like I don't know, random name, PayPal account at random address, and they're going to be like, "This person doesn't live here. Leave us alone." And they're not really <laughs> responsible for that. So, PayPal have like just bottled it. Um, it's one That's of them. If if PayPal did like ID checks, then this wouldn't happen. But they don't. Yeah. Wow. Is what it is. Well, before yeah. before we go down anymore, mate, this podcast cursed enough. So let's 
mm. not going down anymore. Dangerous tracks where the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should kill lots of it. So, shall we jump into goals in time, mate? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yes, let's go for it. Let's go for it. This is like the bit I'm nervous about. I think I mentioned before we went on, like I'm relying on substitute scoring. I'm relying on guessing the times the manager put the subs on and stuff like that. Like I really have no idea. And most of the goals I feel like will be the same, just a big ball from like Mickey Dimitri or whatever straight to the striker goes in. Like it's going to look so similar because that's just the football we play. And over five or six years, like it's going to be a lengthy period. So I, I've probably bottled this. This is well. This this was quite quite interesting for me as well because obviously you've gone with Newport County as your team. Yes, and I'm not obviously I'm not being ignorant or anything, but I've never really watched or seen Newport oh. County play. So get so getting the goals, I was a bit like I don't know where to go for here. So I've kind of gone for big game. What I, what I think are big games. Yeah. And high scoring games because maybe more. Okay. okay, sound. But, yeah. sound. How, how did you find the football, like watching the highlights and stuff? You uh, like, when you, I did, I did find it that bad, to be fair. Oh, no, I've just, seen worse. I've there's seen a mate I took down and he was like, I can't believe they just hoof the ball. This is disgusting. And he, he just watches United in the Prem. He's like, this is gross. I'm not watching. I do this on a Saturday. Like, he, he couldn't believe we paid for it. Um, that's mad but yeah I, I don't know like, I'm glad you've taken it well you are only the second person to come on the podcast since I've restarted the league table so if you do really badly you're still going to be second in the league table so you know <laughs> the pressure's on I don't want to be second well I do no seconds would be sound actually yeah. if I finish second I'd be quite happy with that there's only yeah. been one person on since I've re- well I basically lost the league table because my laptop broke so I've oh, had to nice. restart it it's, it's Richard from the Wonderful World of Football Shirt podcast, and he picked okay. David Beckham goals, and he got 15 minutes. So you get like, so say you're two minutes out on a goal. Yeah. I love that. And then every time, so there's five goals, and then your total of minutes out is that. So he got 15, which is ridiculous. That's actually, yeah. I remember yeah. most people, like, some of them, I, I remember Zeke was like two minutes out on a goal he'd never seen before or something. Um, yeah, and then he then he kind of was a bit horrendous. It's 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 a lot of luck, but then there's yeah. also a bit of swings knowledge to it. Ranks. We'll see how yeah. we do. You're gonna have to help me with some of the uh, pronunciations here as well. I think. Bloody hell! It actually helps if I spell one of the players' names right as well. I've just realised that. Right, your first goal on the 24th of April, 2013, Groomsbury Town nil, Newport County one. Okay. This is a playoff semi-final, I believe, isn't it? Oh, God, you're testing me. Um, 2013? I think it's... We've been in Bloody hell, I don't I even know. Okay, sorry. okay. A lot of pressure here. And this is Ismail Yakubu's goal? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay. I remember Ismail Yakubu. Okay. Sandel with a free kick, level the edge of the area. The 20 yards, what a time to score this would be. Free for the far side. He's there! He's there! I and the best thing about these like these like rogue teams and stuff like yeah. rogue goals is the commentary. The commentary is amazing. I love it. Yeah, yeah. We have like ex players doing it now, and they're like proper into it. It's class. It's um, yeah, yeah. It's such a good team to follow. Like everything's so close. It's mad. Um, with this one though, like Yakubu, mm, I remember him scoring a couple of goals. I feel like he was like our best defender at the time. Like he was sensational. We were shit, but he was so good. Um, <laughs> it was just him and Aaron O'Connor just scoring. It's going to be a late one because you wouldn't send him up. You wouldn't send him up early. He's a big guy, though. I'm going to go 67th minute. Yeah, 67th. You should have gone late. It was the 89th minute. Oh, I should have known. He was so excited. <laughs> The, commenta- okay, the, commenta- yeah. the, the commentator said as well what a time to score this would be. Yeah. 
Ah. Oh. <laughs> uh, saying Jeez. that though, only twenty two minutes twenty two minutes out on the goal that was ten that. years ago. Yeah, yeah that's not bad at all, it. mate. Yeah. This is a more recent one for you. Okay. Because on the fifth of September, twenty twenty. Okay. Newport that's Newport cool County two, Swansea City nil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for. I, I watched this game behind the gates. Was it in the cup? Carabao Cup. In Carabao, Carabao Cup. Yeah. 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 So uh, we managed to get a program at the shop, and we watched it behind the gates. I remember this. Okay. Oh, and this yeah. is Tristan Abraham's goal to make it one nil. You can tell it's a proper COVID game. Yeah, Yeah. no crowd at all, yeah. I feel like that one was... Did we score early or late? I want to say it was quite early. I want to say it was first half. I want to say it was the 31st minute, 30th minute, something like that. Seventh minute. Very early it was. Wow. (laughs) Counting to that I can't believe we're scoring that early. We don't do that now. Bloody hell. That's what I mean, goal was a very well put together goal as well yeah yeah that hoof header goal yeah probably county goal that like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I actually remember watching sorry for your third goal I think I actually remember watching this game because oh. on the 27th of January 2018 Newport County won Tottenham Hotspur won oh yeah I remember and this is oh right this is it Podrick Amund, is that all you yeah, yeah, Podge, yeah. Oh, mate, he was so good that run. Fucking and hell. this is his goal to make it 1 0 to Newport County. Chose it. What a great header that from Vachonga. Wilmot. Oh, they've done it. It's a bond. Porikamond has raised the roof. See, another, not, a, not a, another no, terrible we, goal. Yeah, I mean, that year. Like Podge and we had Jamil Matt and we had Podrick Almond and they were both fucking sensational. Um, I think we, we got quite far, didn't we? We took them to a replay. Kane yeah. scored late. Kane scored late in that game, yeah. Yeah, because Sun, yeah, they brought Sun on. Sun took David Pipe and yeah, crossed it. And then Ben White lost Kane. And this was early. This was that. I, I, I feel like we had to hold on for ages in this game. Oh, it felt like ages. It might not have been ages. Was it just after half time? Mm. Okay, I have a feeling, and I, I'm purely guessing here. Oh, was it early or was it in my head? I'm saying early, but we didn't. There's no way we'd have hold, held on for 60 minutes. No way. Just before half time, maybe. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go just after half time. I reckon fifty 50th minute. Oh, it was just before half time, it was the thirty-eighth minute. <laughs> Did we have <laughs> that long? Bloody hell. Yeah, I don't think that they I think Carrie Kane was eighty odd minutes that I think they yeah, it was 89, 90, like it was really late. It was really late he scored. Like it was heartbreaking, mate. Oh, oh I can imagine that. Especially holding on for that long as well. Yeah. And then we went away to Wembley. And they just cooked us. Like Danny Rose, <laughs> an incredible game. I think they won three 0 and we're like, oh my god! Oh. Like, yeah, oh. we were so good as well. Like, oh mate, <sighs> yeah, what a time! We'd love another cup run. That would be so yeah. good. And that money lasts for yeah. at that level. Like you go on. I think the year after, yeah, the the year after and the year after that. I think we went to play our finals or at least to the playoffs. Like, we were so good for a bit because of that money and, and how it helped. And, yeah, stuff like that, it, it just doesn't come around. And there's there's teams at that level. I can't remember if Tottenham did it, but City, when we got them, like, they they gave us the money from their gate receipts and, like, any money they oh, earned from the game. Yeah, yeah, with a game from us, they gave to us. I, I vaguely remember them giving, like, it was either shirts or boots to the players to sell on and stuff like that. Like, they were so good, mate. Um and yeah, we got to watch like a young Phil Foden just tear us apart. It was rough, but <laughs> so good. Um, he was sensational. But yeah, that, that Tottenham game was just heartbreaking. Like that, I think that's the closest I've been to tears at a county game. I like, was the <laughs> worst. Um, oh, yeah, that was fucking terrible. 
for your fourth goal, mate, this is like this was a really hard like game to choose a goal from, and you'll see why. But when I've watched the goals, all the goals back, I'm actually really happy I just happened to choose this one. Because on the 12th of November 2019, okay. in the EFL trophy, okay. Cheltenham Town 4, Newport <laughs> County 7. <laughs> which is just absolutely yeah. mental. Yeah, I And this I is Justin Abrahams' goal to make it 7 3. <laughs> which is a sentence I know if I'll be saying in goals in time, yeah. but here we that's, are. Uh, yeah, that's never happened. I had to keep that celebration in as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gutted about this game. Like, I I think we were going to go and we bottled it. We were like, oh, it's too late. It's like, I vaguely remember it being something stupid, like a Tuesday night. Um, I think you probably said anyway, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure like a Tuesday night. And we we're like, oh, no, not after work. Um, <laughs> it's happened before. Um, in my head, I'm pretty sure we were like, I'm pretty sure we were down. Like I, I'm, I don't, I don't remember the ex- exact scores, but I remember us being like probably a couple down and then coming back. Um, Tristan Abrahams, would he have started? It's a, this is sorry, this is his goal that made it uh, seven three. Oh yeah, yeah, seven three, seven three. So they scored one after. So this has to be like this doesn't necessarily make it late though. Like we could have. We could have just smashed it. Um, no, I reckon. I reckon seventy seventy eighth minute. I'm guessing purely. Most of these have been guesses. Actually, this could be terrible. It was a sixty eighth, but that is a a good guess because, like yeah. I say, I was going to go with the first goal, but then I thought, well, if you think in the first goal in the game that finished seven three or seven four, yeah. you're going to think it's going to come mad early. Yeah. Did it come mad early out of interest? I think you were like four three up or four two up or something like that at half time. I was watching the game I was watching I was like, Oh, they're still kicking towards the same end. When's when's yeah. it half time kind of thing? There's loads of goals in that first half. Yeah, bloody hell. What a time. I miss those times. <laughs> You've been like so poor since. I think we just avoided relegation last season. This year we're like I, I know it's early, but like middling around just like I, I don't know where we are. I think we're like 14th or something. Like we're so mid-table. It's um it's proper like grim to watch. Like then it's 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 one of those leagues like you can beat like top of the league one week and then just get cooked by bottom of the league yeah. and, and stuff. Oh. It's yeah, it's it's a stressful watch. Well Genuinely, for your fifth goal, night fifth is. goal, hopefully it's happy viewing. Because oh, okay. on the fifth of May twenty thirteen. Okay. Wrexham nil, Newport County two. Okay. And this, and this is the one I know for a fact is a playoff final. It is Christian yeah. Jolly's goal to make it 1 nil. Okay. Two has been brilliant as Sandell plays the ball forward. Jolly is onto it. Christian Jolly. Yes! Oh my Christian word. Jolly! It's Christian Jolly! Oh my goodness me, it's Christian Jolly. He was so good. Oh, that is that is amazing commentary as well. Yeah, he was oh, he was so good. Um hmm. this was the playoff final. Yeah, this got to League Two. I have a feeling it was like a year before that year we'd beat him in the whatever the FA trophy final is, like or the FA trophy in that league. Yeah. Uh, final. I think that was a year before. Based on the commentary, it feels late. I'm I'm gonna go late again. I'm I'm gonna go 68th minute. It was a lot later than that. It was the 86th. What? Ah, we scored another goal in the 80 after the 86th. <laughs> Bloody hell! Wrexham actually fell apart. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, Christian Jolly, what a fucking player. Bloody hell. This is a proper mad one. Like I might, I might have to go back and watch some of these games. Yeah, like, we, we had some good times. Like, yeah, wow. Bloody hell! So uh, I've tied up your final score. Oh, oh we're definitely second. <laughs> <laughs> Eighty-five, but I'll give. 
I'll give you some confidence. That is not the worst score we've had. And there's a lot, definitely a few people in the old league table that were below that who picked more famous or more well-known goals. So yeah. that was very rogue. You went very rogue there. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, that 10-year gap. Jesus Christ. 10 years, man. I can't believe all this stuff happened 10 years ago. How old was that? I was like 16. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mate. That was good, though. Like, I proper enjoyed that. I don't know, just watching the old goals. That's why I love doing it, because because it's so, like, yeah. yeah. I love doing it because it's so nostalgic for the the guest on. And then it's also because I've had, like, obviously guests on who support other Premier League teams, championship teams. Uh, they've chosen players or tournaments or teams from abroad. So I just get to spend, okay. like, an hour or two watching these goals and getting these clips. Yeah, so I really enjoy doing it. So the more rogue as well, I think it's yeah. I like it as, just as much. I didn't want to go United. Like he, I, I, I don't think I'd have done much better if we did go United. <laughs> but I didn't want you to have like the fiftieth person doing United. Oh, well, mate, I say this to everyone who says that about United. Just pick United if you want to pick United, because I'll never get tired of watching United goals. <laughs> no, I was picking County all day. No one, no one represents County in the kit community. No one except me. I think. <laughs> I think I, I think I am actually the only county fan in the like collectors thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Though. You found you found you found your niche. Yeah, I did. I did <laughs> a regrettable one because it's like it's are a nightmare to get hold of. Um, and then like we're we're in a position where basically our only options are like shit sponsors like Gamble. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's like. There's so many John boys in that club. Oh, I might get cancelled. I might get cancelled for that one. <laughs> I yeah. know. Before you get cancelled, mate, I'm going to say thank you very much for for coming on. <laughs> yeah. No. Cheers for for having me on. It's been really fun. For people who are watching on YouTube or listening to the audio, uh, and they don't know where to find yourself on social media and stuff, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at jsoh13597 and then uh, on Instagram just James Oliver House um, you just search me by name I don't think anyone else has that name so we're good <laughs> oh well thank you very much for coming on mate it's been class no worries cheers mate Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>